You are listening to Intro to Extra, the life and times of polar people, the podcast where an introvert and extrovert talk about how they perceive and experience life differently through random musings and anecdotes. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Ross, the introvert. And I'm Greg, the extrovert. And today we're talking about travel. Now, Greg just got back from a, from a short, safe traveling trip, and I'm just reminiscing on the time when I was traveling. But for me, the journey, as they say, is not what it's about. That is not like I'm all about the destination. I can't stand the journey getting there. So, Greg, I am sure that you probably have 10 people that you've made friends with by the time you get to the destination. You might not even go to a destination with anybody, assuming you're going to make friends. But let's either let's either bust that theory or let's let's affirm that today. So I think what we'll do is we'll start with my least favorite part, one of them, the ride share to the airport. Now, some people do the park and ride, you know, they park, but my wife and I do ride share. Greg, do you do you ride share to the airport if you are going with plane as your method of transportation? Yes, actually, that's that's my preferred method to get to the airport because twenty five dollars a day for parking is ridiculous. Um, when I fly corporate, I get them to pay for the parking because it's convenient. But yes, no, Ubers and Lyfts is a is a common practice for me, um, and and I'm the guy that likes Lyft better in San Antonio at least. Uh, they're friendlier drivers than the Uber people. Um, they're just nicer. They they smile more. They talk more. And almost, but it's not the case in every city. But is it um, is it the pink mustache? Like little, they put it on the front of their car. Do you think that's why? Is it, yeah, because I, I see I don't people know. doing both. Like they'll just I flip even, their Uber and Lyft app. But well, I think most people do both. I think most people do both. I think there's algorithm centric. But I actually set up on settings like look for great conversationalists in in oh. the Lyft car. <laughs> audible groan heard around the one listener that we still have there's are you ugh. the guy who gets are you the guy who gets in are you the guy who gets in the car the one listener are you the guy who gets in the car and just like immediately starts like playing on your phone or or oh, absolutely just, just, i mean i would prefer if it wasn't completely rude because i've you know i've tried to mind my manners to actually have headphones in i do like over the ear cans like i have on now if it was socially acceptable, because I do not want to make friends. This is a 15 minute, 20 minute drive. Heaven forbid there's construction, right? Because then I'm stuck in this car with this person even longer. Just get me to the airport. But but you know, I mean, you pretty much know right away. They're going to start talking to me and I've got my script thought out in my head. You go through weather, you go through a couple of other things. But The, the classic three questions, right? Like, uh, how, how's it been? How long have you been driving today? Uh, how far have you gone? How's what the traffic San, been? Yeah what, yeah, what part of San Antonio do you live in? Is this your full-time job? The classic set of, I try to be a, a creative and think of other things. Like, Ta- what city would you like to be a Lyft driver in? Oh, Greg, Greg. So, so you're, you're looking for the great conversationalist. I, I, get, I get that. Do you, because I've had the repeat Lyft driver before. Have you ever had that where you get the person you've had before? Oh yeah, I've had that before. Oh, yeah. does that is that do you get excited about that? Like, ooh, this is like a second date. 
Well, it depends on if the Lyft or Uber driver was a good one. I mean, like, it's, it's more like... Well, you would, they would they match someone... you up. I mean, do you rate people on how good they drive or do you rate them on how good of a conversation you had with them? I, if they would let driving. me just rate on conversation, I would rate on that. The driving doesn't matter. I rarely am paying attention to how well they drive. I'm a horrible driver. Oh, say, so... we, know, we know how Greg drives well. <laughs> I know how Greg drives. It's, pretty bad. it's easier to judge them on something I'm actually decent at than the driving part. Um, I probably shouldn't have a license. Let's be honest. Fair. Uh, again, Grant never been in an accident or anything else that I caused, so that's that's good to know. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's yeah. That's and, a, that's and I've only had one ticket my whole life, so that's not. That's All right, so 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 we make this trek. So we were going on this little. But, we're going yeah, this, no, on this little trip, right? We make this trek to the airport and this ride share. Right. That's that's when your vacation starts. Right. For you, because I always think in my mind when my plane touches down or when I get to my hotel, that's when my vacation starts. So for you as an extrovert, you've already got that excitement because you're you're getting to already like meet somebody. Yeah. As soon as I leave the house, the vacation has started for me, even as bad as airports are, et cetera. It, it starts for me the minute I get in the car. I think what's interesting about the cans argument, though, with you, with 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 putting the, the headphones on is that's my plane move. Like when I sit on the plane, I'm hmm. not trying to make friends in the plane. Really? Yeah, no. Interesting. See, I figured I figured you would you you'd be. I, I would almost envision you as a middle seat guy intentionally. So you have two potential opportunities for conversation. In, in the times when it's good, and I, this is my issue with playing conversation. In times where you have a natural connection with someone and it's a great conversation and you can make it go and flow and everything works, that's great. What's not fun is sitting next to the person where about five minutes in, you know that awkward moment where you go, I don't think this person wants to talk to me anymore. Mm-hmm. And you're, or you're sitting in your mind going, I don't really want to talk to them anymore. Mm-hmm. And then you have no move. That's You've fair. got no move. So you, you have to put the headphones, like you have to get them ready at least, and then kind of judge out your victim if they're not, they want to actually talk to you. Yeah, so it's like a headphones in the lap type of move to where you it's can It's a easily... headphones around the neck. Oh, oh, around the neck. So quick draw. Right, yeah. Boom, it's, put them on there if need yeah. be. It right. sends the message without being rude that you don't no longer want to carry on a conversation with this person. Yeah, in case of emergency, break glass type of just, just yeah, flip the exactly. headphones on. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, because you, you never know. And, oh, and you, and you never know if you're going to be sitting next to like the righteous like right-winger or left-winger that wants to tell you about their political views. Yeah, any sort of, any sort of extreme. Yeah. Not, yeah. Not, not siding one way or the other, just any sort of extreme right. that you know you're just going to have have a problem with is never, never a good sign. So bef- before we, before we board this, this magical flying tube that create, that goes through turbulence that freaks me out, but that's not an introvert thing. That's just a afraid to fly <laughs> thing. It's a whole another whole nother problem that I have the airport in general, right? Get through the airport, go through, I have TSA pre-check, love it. Same. I, uh, the, the, the TSA, folks that check the licenses. I try to be as friendly as possible to them and not saying people like being jerks to them, but I, I try, you know, I'm smiling, you know, some people are just like, get it, go move on. They're stressed. I try to smile. I'll even make some sort of chit chat comment with them because I'm thinking on the flip side, if I'm doing that job all day, I want a little bit of variety because you know, you're not going to actually end up making friends and having to do a lot of small talk with this person because they are moving you through the line. But I'm thinking on the flip side, they've got to have some games, right? That they're playing like how many people in a row can I get from 
one county or one state or can I, you know, oh, you mean the ID people? Yeah. The ID, the ID, yeah, yeah. The ID checking people, right. That check your pass, that your check your passport. Wow. See, I'm thinking international travel. Just, you know, check your... Uh, yeah, I always think they're playing the game of this... Is this... Did this person used to be attractive? Like, wow. I think they're doing that game where they're like, this picture's eight years old. Nope, still ugly. Like, so, so as an extrovert, could you do that job? <laughs> uh, no, I would be inefficient at that job. I'd be talking to people all the time. I'd probably actually say that stuff out loud. Wow, it's, that's it's, a pretty picture you used to have. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, you fine. Right? <laughs> Like, wow, uh, you've aged. Yeah, how many you've stamps do you well. have? Yeah. <laughs> like, where have you been all my had, life? I have had one of them ask. I have had one of them ask if I could, if they could go with me. Right, and I think it was more. Uh, definitely wasn't an attraction thing. Um, but it was just yeah, the destination yeah, like, sounded better than oh, what they man, were. Oh man, that is awesome. Can I go with you? I think it was probably Vegas, right? And yeah. So they probably did a Vegas thing. So that was, but that was like the most like humor interaction I've had like a lot of people then there's the poor guy who has to keep repeating you know you must take all of your stuff out you're in TSA pre-check yep. if you have a belt on you could leave it on blah 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 all those things I'm like man they I- wouldn't give me that job Ross because I'd make too much fun of it like I would just I, I did this when I worked drive-through at a, at a fast food restaurant I used to say all cr- see what crazy things I could say on the drive-through until I got oh. in trouble and said you can't say the wacky world of Whataburger you got to stop saying that that's not our brand. <laughs> That's not what we're about here. Um, I'd be the same way on TSA, I think. I'd be like, yeah, so um, you've done this before. Don't have any liquids. If you do have liquids, make sure it's alcoholic. Uh, you still have to dump it out, but at least you'll feel a little bit more proactive about your decision-making unicorn, skills. Unicorn blood is considered a liquid, folks. Yeah. It's not a gel. <laughs> unicorn you blood. have three ounces of it, exactly. please. Set it out exactly. so I can inspect it. Been looking for some. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I hear you. So, so you get through there. You know, the airport to me is... It's a good people-watching place. We've talked about people-watching, I think, briefly. Just I, I enjoy people-watching. You know, the airport's a good people-watching place. You don't really have a whole lot of interaction with others in the airport because people are very much ready, you know, trying trying to move on, get ready to go. We just mentioned, you know, you get on the plane, you stake out your spot if it's if it's like a Southwest or you you go to your specific seat. If it's not, let, let's talk about the hosts and hostesses. Hostesses, hostess. I can't. You mean the flight attendants? Yeah, the flight attendants. I, I want to. I, I feel like they deserve more than that because they they put up with a lot of stuff. And flight attendant, just I, I think, they do a lot of stuff. So I would be mortified if I had a Greg as my flight attendant because I think, I, I think that's the perfect job for you, Greg. I, I really do. Because you have these, I feel like you have these micro interactions, but I, I don't know. Like, w- would you, would you absolutely love that job? I think, I think customer service and I like customer service. I think being a, the problem with flight attendants is if somebody was rude, I probably would be not so nice back. Yeah. Uh, my favorite flight attendant uh, was on a flight from London. My buddy and I were flying first uh, for business class. We were flying and uh, we were, we were on a flight with almost all people. It was like a, Tuesday so everybody on the flight was business related and we were just drinking 
And I think this guy just got tired of us always asking him for more. So he just started throwing bourbon bottles from the front of the airplane to our seats. He just like, <laughs> like chuck, just chucking them. Just chucking he was the mini bar at you. Get, right? Like, just trying to see if we could get, if he could hit, a, hit us in the chair. It's like a t-shirt cannon for little miniature bourbon bottles. It's like, <laughs> thunk, thunk, thunk. Just like Yeah, he was them. not having the greatest day in the world, but I think he also was having fun with us. I think depending on who you have, I've seen, but yeah, I think being a flight attendant would be kind of fun. I've I've had so I've had my fair share of fun flight attendants that I could see myself being and plenty of them that hate their lives. So I mean I yeah, I mean it'd probably be a decent job for me, I think. Now, I want to I want to for our for our listener out there let's rewind for a, for about a minute and talk about Greg's ballerness when it comes to business class. <laughs> I just totally nothing related to introvert or extrovert i don't think no, unless they unless there's something yeah. yeah greg's greg's totally bougie um with his business class like oh you know i like how he struggled between was it first class he, he slipped there first class business class it wasn't like co- coach business class it no, was no, no. there there is no no there's no coach and i and i respect that greg because for you flying is an experience it is right like it's it it's is. for me yeah. i just want to get there the only reason i've flown upgraded from just standard you know next to the latrine i haven't said latrine in a long time is because it's for my comfort because i'm i'm a nervous flyer i don't like i don't like turbulence it's not that i know it's not that i think turbulence is going to impact me it's the sudden turbulence that makes my stomach go into my throat that bothers me. And yes, folks, I don't like roller coasters for that reason. So now what, what else about, what about, what else is unique for you about travel and planes and just that journey to get to your destination? Well, for me, travel is, I mean, the traveling is just as important as getting to the destination uh, and leaving the destination. It's all part of the whole experience. I do know that people do. So in plane situations, I mean, I like having an airplane lounge because you do meet interesting people and where they're traveling and what they like and you find out what they're interested in. It's like a walking Condé Nast like, brochure without actually having to read anything. People will tell you what the great things are to do wherever the hell they're from. Um, you don't even have to like feed into that. So yes, I do like meeting interesting people and talking to them about things. And people are much more apt this is why I fly business. This is why I do a lot of things. I want it's not only just for comfort reasons, but also because people, for some reason, have their guard down when they're not flying. Like they almost assume that you're part of the tribe when you're in business class. Like if you have lounge access, they're like, oh, this person's part of the tribe. Like we can trust them. We can share commentary. Uh, if you're in coach, it's like, oh, I don't know you. I don't know who you are. So, if, so, if, so, what you're saying is, if I get a lounge card, I need to like carry my subscription of Wall Street Journal with me and know the no. know the latest on geopolitical unrest around the globe. Most aren't. No, most of okay. them are the same people as other people. I mean, you know, my actual favorite ones, the ones that are you know are flying on the, like their parents program, like the ones that are like 20 and they're yeah. like flying rich, and you're like, oh, you're using your parents' miles, aren't you? This is awesome. Let's talk to them about stuff. Yeah, Daddy-O, Daddy-O is a pilot for, yeah. for Delta and has yeah. triple You can always tell status. who's faking it. You can always tell who's faking it and not. I know my first experience, it definitely was faking it. Did not feel comfortable. Then you realize you've just got to come with confidence and people will talk to you. But I think that's the same thing for all conversations, interactions with people. If you look like you're supposed to be there, 
then people start treating you as if you're somehow been part of the program forever. Yeah. And it's, and it's an interesting, it's not necessarily travel related, but it's an interesting one when you talk about coming with confidence into conversations and you think of an introvert versus extrovert mindset and how introverts are very thoughtful thinking through things and, you know, just very deliberate with what they say versus extroverts being more just, I'm going to, I'm just going to throw it out there and put it out there. I think both of those things can exude confidence. Agree. It's to me, it's more of a, and I don't know, I just assume extroverts will say 10 things and five things might come out sounding confident, right? People are going to pick up on that versus an introvert will say two things and maybe they're both, maybe they both come out as like, okay, I know what I'm talking about and doing. Right. And so, I think, so especially when you're, you're, when you're interacting with people you've never met, it's tough for me. It shouldn't be as an introvert. It shouldn't be difficult for me because I'm thinking in my head, Hey, I want to be, you know, thoughtful about this. I want to try to make a connection because I'm putting time and effort into this, but I might never see this person again. So like, who cares? Who gives a flip? I, that's what I should think, right? I tell myself that, but I don't. Well, I think that's, that's what I was going to get to. I, I think that's a really insightful thought there. Uh, confidence, confidence is less about what you say and how you say it and more about how you feel. Because mm-hmm. how you feel about something and how you feel about yourself and how you feel about stuff. People just say something that we talked about my clothes. We've talked about my clothes in previous sessions. People always go, I couldn't pull that off. And I'm sitting here going, I'm not really pulling this off. Like, I just... I just know that as long as I walk around, because t- talking about the suits, it's Halloween, right? Talking yeah, about yeah, it's a Halloween coming. suit, Halloween suit, and and those kind of things. Those are all to pull that off. You're really, it's really just telling yourself I'm wearing a regular suit because I don't feel comfortable wearing a giant suit with a bunch of Christmas stuff or Halloween pictures on. Sure, them. sure. It's really just about makes people smile. Makes you know people are going to look at you, and so you've got to just walk as if you're wearing a regular suit. Because yeah. nobody pulls that off. Let's just put it that way. Nobody ever pulls any of that stuff off. Yeah, no one's, no one's, I mean, there's, there's no. a reason Tom Ford doesn't make Christmas right. suits, right? He knows right. people aren't going to buy that to take to an award ceremony. And I don't think half the people that are on business class or half the people that are, that are wealthy, that are going to these things, these sessions, feel any more secure than someone who doesn't, doesn't necessarily go to those things very often. I think it's, a, it's, it's really about how you yourself feel confidently. That has nothing to do with extroverts and introverts. That's just being confident in yourself. Then it's about it's about how open you'll be, and that's when it becomes extroverts and introverts. Yeah, it's how the method, yeah. method of frequency, method of delivery, yeah. right? All of those. So, so back to the travel, we we we've landed. I think the third piece for me that's always in my head, other than great, I have to take another lift to my hotel, right? That's now. You know, Disney, you get the Magical Express, yep. which is amazing because I can sit there and watch watch Disney stuff and the people are super friendly, but I know that I I know what to expect. But we get to we've arrived at the uh the hotel or the hostel if you're if you're so so inclined, but not gonna do that for me because just a whole nother whole nother situation. I fly business class and stay in a hostel. There you go. Hey, no, you know, no. <laughs> Maybe no. you spent it all on business class. You're looking for a good deal, right? So hotels, what is, uh, 
there, there's a lot of amenities, there's concierge, there's a lot of stuff at a hotel that for me, I never use. And part, part of it's I'm, I'm just to myself. I don't know, some of it might be that, you know, I'm introverted, I want to find my own things, I want to, like, my mindset is, I'll figure some of these things out. But I'm curious, your perspective on hotel amenities, you know, the bar, the usage of the concierge, the the lounge area, the happy hours at the hotel. Do you leverage those? So I was going to ask you actually about the Disney experience, like because you stay at Disney resorts. Oh yeah. So you, I know you get up and go, and, and we'll, I'll answer your question. I'm not trying to dodge the dodge the question. As oh no much no as there no was no. That, that not kind at all. Of, kind of childish smirk there, waiting for me to see what I was going to say about the bars at lounges. Um, but. You know, I was just going to make everybody think that I'm a drunkard is how this is going to work out. No, uh, after no, the I wouldn't. No, um, I wouldn't say that. But, but the, at Disney, you had a resort, right? So you have to get up in the morning, you go yeah. down, you go to the bus, right? The buses that take you to the park or you take the boat if you stayed at like the New Orleans or whatever it was, sure. the Magic Kingdom or not. Um, you have to interact with people, don't you? Like, yeah, well, I, you do. But it's because I and here's my thing, right? I am a sucker for a great experience, which is why I like Disney so much. But I, I think my wife and I did the Keys to the Kingdom tour where they talk about the, the five keys of, of Disney, which is six now because they've added inclusion. And I believe it's inclusion, either diversity or inclusion, but both of which are good. For me, the interaction with those folks, I know what their what their goal is going to be. For me as an introvert, some of some of the reason I don't want to interact is or some of the reason that I only interact with small groups of people is because once I get to know you in the small group of people, I know your intention. I know what you're trying to get across. I know your I know the real you. And I feel like in People can disagree with me or not. I feel like Disney has trained their folks to be as authentic or at least authentic Disney as they can, right? So when they're in the show, because one of them is show, one of the keys is show, you know you're going to get the show. So when I interact with somebody, I can say, have a magical day. They're going to say it right back. They're going to smile. They're going to wave. I know what to expect. It's almost like I know that person because I already know how they've been conditioned and trained versus a rando, you know, that I'm talking to at the airport or something. I don't know. I don't know what you're thinking, what your motive is, which is why, you know, my, my friend groups are small because it takes me a while to establish that and say, am I good with you? Do I, do we align? Do we agree on enough things? Do I know what your motive is? So I think that's why the Disney, because yeah, I interact with a lot of people at Disney, cast members yeah. everywhere. Right? Yeah, but but, that's but why not I'm okay just cast it. members. Like, because getting on the bus, I mean, I I just I know the interaction that happens on a bus is you're you're going to get that lady from Palm Beach, sure, who's like going to smile at you and then ask you questions. Plus, you guys wear those kind of Disney funny T-shirts. Yeah, they're going to sure. ask questions, right? So, do you do you interact with them or do you just give them kind of a half smile and? Pass it off to your wife to talk to them. I'll the the, the latter. <laughs> I, I mean the the my wife is less introverted than I am, so she can uh, she can 
she can mask that a little bit better than me. So I'll, I'll pass it off to her. But, but you also have to think sometimes I have enough adrenaline and, th- and enthusiasm going because, because I can do that. I do that. At, I do that as a job. I do that all the time. It is way less draining when I'm chilling at Disney, hanging out to interact with somebody because I can, I can get that energy right back up. So it's, it's, it's a boost of, it's a boost of adrenaline and energy. And sometimes we love dressing up for Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. And that will draw attention. And Greg, I love it. And I hate it at the same time. I, <laughs> I don't, I don't want, I mean, do I really want to dress up as Mike Wazowski with a big eyeball on my stomach? Right. Like do, yes. Do I yes, really want do. that? Well, I do. The, the people want it, right? So I do it. <laughs> the people want it. Right? That's, that's, all, that's all I have to say. So I do it. We have a blast doing it. We have pictures. It's fun to talk about. But I can tell you, there are shows at Disney, and I'll use the example, the Monsters, Inc. laugh floor, where if you sit in the right spot, they have the comedians do that show, and it's improv. So they will come to you and they will ask random questions. I mean, it's a set question, but they will, they are better than you at improv and comedy. So you can't be snarky back to them. They, they will get you. I struggle doing that show now because I'm afraid I'm going to be called on. And I don't know what that interaction is going to be like. So now, meanwhile, my wife, who is an introvert, but loves being a, just a tad bit famous, loves that show. Absolutely mm-hmm. loves that show because she went, and we've been on it multiple times. So, you know, the fact that the fact that we've been on there multiple times and every time I leave there going, God, I should have responded that way to that guy. That would have been funnier. That drives me nuts. So, so yeah, that's, that, that's Disney in a nutshell. I think the cast members, I know how they're going to interact. I almost, I've been there so many times. I almost see them as people that I already know, but that's, yeah. That's kind of why the Disney experience is different. And yes, uh, the tra- and that makes sense. transportation is, yes, you're always going to get the transportation, but usually there's going to be a screaming kid somewhere. So, But, but what, what that explains something I didn't understand before of why you guys go to Disney so many times. It wasn't just, it's not just Disney. It's not just the experience. It's the consistency of it. Absolutely. And the knowing what you're going to expect when you go there. And even something new is not that new. Because you understand the condi- the socialization process that goes through that with every every aspect of that organization. Yeah, yeah, it's it's and it's it's total. Somebody who wouldn't like Disney would be like, "Oh, you've drank the Kool Aid. It's so corporate." But yeah, I I have a great time. It's consistent. I can ride, yeah. and I'm sure it will be replaced one day. Rest in peace. I can ride Figment's ride over and over and over again. It's the same show. It hasn't changed for 30 years. I love it every time. Every single time. Well, I think that's I think what you're getting to is 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 why people probably like cruises and those types of things. Um so to talking about an extrovert, right? So so talk about what something that you probably would have thought was incredibly intimidating. I think you did mention that it would have been intimidating, was the cruise I took in December of last year, right? Yeah. The last vacation yeah, yeah, yeah. that I've really actually gone on, where um, the deal was just too good to pass up, right? The deal was just too good to pass up. It's a bougie cruise that would have been four or five times the cost. They basically paid me to get on it with a bunch of old people. I think we mentioned a little bit in previous podcasts. Well, now, but- what if our listener is over 50? Greg, don't... Old or mature? 
These people were pushing 70, buddy. Okay, that's old. Yeah, okay. over 70. <laughs> I don't consider anyone I don't consider anyone under 70 old because No, we're going to be there soon anyway. Yeah, I'm um, right there. No, I'm, not, I'm not knocking that. on that door. No, they were definitely I mean, the idea was that the people on the cruise were trying to hook me up with their granddaughters tells you kind of the mm. age of the people on the wow. cruise. Wow. Yeah. Their yeah, granddaughters okay. would possibly be similar age as me. Tells you a lot of how old the most of the people on the. How much fun did you have on that cruise, Greg? I had a blast. I made lots of friends. Um, I mean, so much so, in fact, that one of the ladies even said to me, she goes, I was dancing at, at night and she thought I worked on the cruise. And she goes, honey, you know, you, you, can, you can go back to your room. Like, we don't, we don't need to chaperone anymore. It's like after your time. And I'm like, I'm a guest here. Like, she's like, did you get on the wrong ship? Like... That how she I, yeah, but for me, it was, it, and she had a lot of work done. I mean, that face was definitely three faces deep. Um, she, she, but it was, it was fun to be, to do that and to make friends. But I could imagine that as someone who wasn't open to meeting people of all different ilks and different backgrounds and whatever, and was interested in people as much, that cruise would have been boring. Mm -hmm. It was, I mean, there wasn't anything to do really. I mean, there was trivia at four. There was, I mean, I mean, the, the night ended at nine. 10 o'clock like sure. well, now that does sound right up my alley but we haven't talked <laughs> but, about my workout but it habits. was really just eating it was really just eating and sitting around was pretty much it and then like going to the jazz club at night like wasn't a jazz club it was like a little cabaret and then there'd be somebody new there um but i enjoyed every minute i met lots of interesting people who had interesting stories to share and to the point of amenities which is where we were going with all this yeah like that's the whole point i try to stay in hotels i'm not a resort guy because i don't swim in pools, it's not a big thing. I don't really like sitting around doing nothing unless it's talking to someone. Talking is like my favorite thing. I found out that I actually enjoy listening to other people talk so much that now I'm obsessed with watching QVC. I don't even care what they're selling. I don't want to buy it. I just want to listen to someone talk to me, um, which is a problem. But yeah, <laughs> anyway. I'm, I, I'm so many things to tell you right now, but we're, we're, we're pushing our time limit already. So we no, will save so, that so, for another so time. Bar, so bars and things is all an opportunity to sit down. And I think really in a lot of ways not to call out my personal life but i think i was so different than my my former spouse that i would want to sit and talk to people and she was much more interested in an introvert very much more interested in going back to the room and being alone and just sitting there watching tv or whatever it was that we we're doing or doing things just her and i and i so needed wanted other people to be part of whatever experience i was having um to great lament and to great sure. um dissension in our situation because I do like to be part of those things. I like to have lounge access and get the hors d'oeuvres and the thing, not only just for the fanciness of it all and the bouginess of it all and acting like I'm super rich when I'm not, but also just the interesting people you meet and the stories they'll share. Because they're the same. What are you going to do? You're going to eat and you're going to drink and there's no, like there's nothing else around. So you're looking for a conversation. Like people look over and go, oh, you're drinking scotch? Okay, let's talk about scotch. Like it's just, that's the kind of thing. Yeah, and and I think to to tie, I think to tie that together is... You mentioned a thing in common. I will say it's way easier for me to connect with people at Disney or talk to somebody at Disney about something. Or I used to do, I used to travel and do all like the, the rock and roll runs, you know, half marathon, marathon type of stuff. You know, you catch somebody wearing something or, or has something that you know about easier to have that conversation and get to know that person because you can, you can kind of go on that thread a little bit longer. So for me, it's, I'm not going to seek that out. You probably are way more adept at 
bouncing through different topics and finding something within a couple of minutes that you're like, okay, I could spend some time talking with you about that or time to move on, you know, put the headsets on if you headset yeah. on, if you will, in the air, in the airplane. Right. And for me, that's so much work for me to even try to find a commonality. It almost has to like reach out and slap me in the face. Be like, Hey, look, they're wearing a shirt of something you like pow. And then, then I'm like, all right, I guess I'll talk to this person. They seem to be somewhat cool. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think in, in traveling, there's always the, I've had this happen. The extreme extrovert who's far more extreme than me. That's looking really hard to figure out how to get me to engage in a conversation. Oh, they're probably just drunk. But yeah. Yeah. Like, like really this, this actually did happen. Um, I went to vote and I mean, we'll, we'll get off of travel in just a minute, but like, cause we're almost at our time, but from a voting perspective, this really did happen. And we can dive into this in the next podcast, but this guy saw my shirt. I was wearing Texas. He asked me if I watched the game. I didn't cause I don't really watch sports. It's not my thing. So, but I'm, you know, I knew enough to keep a conversation going with the guy cause he wanted to talk to me. And so I asked him some questions. That's usually the best way to do it is like def- deflect. You just go, oh, yeah, no, I didn't see the game. How was it? Like, what what happened? Yeah, sure. okay, whatever. And you just say, oh, there are a bunch of bombs, blah, 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 blah. You just keep the co- This lady that stood behind us, she so desperately wanted to talk to someone. We've been in line for an hour and an hour, and she's definitely bored and trying really hard to jump in. So she just started jumping in with stuff, trying to throw something against the wall. And you could tell the other guy who started the conversation with me was not interested. In I love to her. sports ball. Talk to me about yeah. sports ball. She was, he was not interested in being part of the conversation with her. He wanted to keep talking to me. And I didn't really want to talk to her either. I was interested to talk to him, but now you can't be rude. So you got to like, just kind of keep that bouncing, like that ball kind of floating in the See, air. That's why I and just don't talk to anybody. So yeah, you're hoping problem. for the lull, like enough of a lull to be like, I'm going to go back into it, which I would have brought my AirPods. Oh my goodness. This is awkward. Yeah. You're like, like anywho, yeah. now, but you're in a line. You can't get out. You're stuck now. Yeah. And so she wanted to talk and then it got, then it got crazy. So I just started saying crazy things. I started saying inappropriate things, hoping that she would stop talking to me. Didn't work. No, it just caused a very short minute of like everybody's quiet. Like, oh yeah, my god! I think god, we you could we could that? probably have a mini segment of <laughs> things to end conversations. <laughs> right? Maybe I could help you. Maybe you could help me with some conversation uh, starters. Yeah. I don't know. We could have a little a uh, little pro tips from Greg here. Here are inappropriate things that you can say that won't get you arrested, <laughs> but will get you out of a conversation. Yeah. And she would go, yeah, so I'm going to go over there. <laughs> yeah. Now we keep, now we keep saying we're running out of time. It's not like we have some sort of like commercial to cut through to because we're not sponsored by <laughs> absolutely anyone. And it's clear in the audio quality and content, but to help, help with the sanity of our listener, we're going to cut it pretty, we're going to cut it pretty close here. A little bit over 30 minutes, but we do want to thank everybody for listening to this week's or month. Gosh, it's been forever, Greg. We'll just say week. We'll keep, we'll keep trying this week's episode of intro to extra. And next week, what do you want to talk about next time, Greg? So, I mean, I, I, this was, this was a lot of travel piece was interesting. I think we continue on the theme of, of innocuous interactions. I like the point of going and like, how do you, how do you end a conversation? As an extrovert, how do you end a conversation with an introvert? Um, that's right. a fun. That's a really fun topic. All right, we'll do that. We we do need to talk about voting at some point in time because I think voting is just a it'd be a two minute blurb. But I have some opinions about about the voting, especially in not not who. Don't worry. Don't don't 
don't turn don't turn it off. Yeah, we're not don't political. Lose our last <laughs> lose our last listener here. I'm just talking about the process of voting. It's just very interesting to me. But maybe I'll maybe I'll post that on C-SPAN. That's probably a better audience. So, but once again, thank you everyone for listening and have a wonderful and magical rest of your day. Thank you for listening to this week's Intro to Extra.